Welcome back to the Clear Your Mindset podcast, where we talk about downsizing your clutter and upgrading your lifestyle. I uh, have been in a very new state of mind lately. Not new, I would say. A returning state of mind. And um, I wanted to share it with you guys today because I know that For a lot of people looking to switch into a minimalist lifestyle, there is the obvious factor of having to change your self-limiting beliefs or ideally remove them rather than just changing them to different ones. Um, And one of those things for me was related to the selection of thoughts that I would have Now, this is going to be a bit to unpack, and I know some people might not be able to follow, um, but hopefully in time you will, because I know it definitely took me a while to start to understand these concepts. But as I've understood a state of uh, consciousness within myself, I've started to realize just how much, much my thoughts are just thoughts, and they actually are not me. And the idea of a self or me is... Um, really uh, created by our society and we start to cling on to this idea of self and identity in order to be loved and accepted and companies use this idea of identity to make us essentially compete with each other when we're all really just one being, one energy. Um, I know it sounds very, very foo-foo for some of you, but um we're all made from the same thing, you know, we're all humans and um, we're all experiencing something very similar but also very different and uh, something that I dealt with a lot in early years and even in recent years but more so in my early years was depression and I would get very caught up in the way I would think about life and the way I would perceive life and when I did when I did that long enough, and I find this to be true for many people, uh, is when you do something long enough, it becomes almost muscle memory, and it becomes comfortable. When you establish bad habits, whether it's you know uh, a habit like like your morning routine and something that you want to change, but you've gotten comfortable in it, uh, eating habits, all of that kind of stuff becomes comfortable. We become Uh, attached to it and we create an identity around it and then leaving that identity behind is very difficult well depending on what it is so when we get into the idea of say having depression this applies to our thoughts and I used to have a bit of a strange thing where I was close-minded I was very close-minded because my depressing thoughts were comfortable for me. They were my home, they were what I knew, they were what I identified with, and I didn't want to imagine anything outside of it. Now it sounds kind of silly from an outside perspective, but from an inside perspective, because my depression was often linked to being insecure and unhappy with my life, this was one way to kind of at least create a sense of comfort. Uh, which I thought was going to at least resolve the base layer of unhappiness and the rest I would just live with. The funny thing is though, so our thoughts come to us from who knows where, 
right? They're often influenced and passed around and they're an energetic vibration that comes to us and they control a lot more than we realize. They attract a lot more than we realize. Uh, and we are essentially hosts to these thoughts. Just like a, a, a virus will try and host itself in a body, thoughts try and host themselves in us. And what we don't realize if we don't have um, the decision-making practice, for example, is that we can choose which thoughts to uh, identify with and which ones not to. But if we're out of practice on this or we've closed our minds and believed, well, I only think certain thoughts, then we miss out on the opportunity to think in new ways. How does this apply to my depression idea? Well, if someone came to me with an idea of, hey, maybe try thinking with these thoughts, I would go, oh, that's silly. I wouldn't think with those thoughts because I think with my depressing thoughts. I don't think uplifting thoughts. I'm depressed. Now, of course, I don't think it as clearly as that. It's all through subconscious of what's comfortable and what's not comfortable and feeling like something is silly or judging it rather than trying to apply it. Now, obviously, this comes over time. It's not something that I just figured out overnight. But this, furthermore, so let's say we open up our mind to more thoughts and more opportunity, then we are kind of letting go of the ego or the self that we've created, which is really just a collection of certain thoughts that we choose to believe and we choose to act on and we choose to continue to think. And the more that we think, certain thoughts, the more that we attract certain thoughts because it's easier for us to accept those thoughts rather than accepting new thoughts that very much break those barriers, which is why I've started to try and open my lens as much as possible to let everything in, but not keep it, allow it to run through. Um, and I'm grateful that, you know, some of my early understanding of this allowed me to understand that minimalism was a possibility for me. I was someone who was materialistic and insecure, and I had to get my validation from the things that I owned and how people would think of me with the things that I owned. And thankfully, being open-minded enough allowed me to start to entertain new thoughts and see how these new thoughts would impact the way I live. And that's an exciting thing, is to be able to change the way you live based on the way you think. Now, I know that seems, well, obviously that's how that works. But again, we get fixated on certain uh, senses of self or ego. And what's very interesting from this is that our thoughts manifest into our realities, whether that's the way that we choose to move our bodies or the decisions that we choose to make. And it becomes very interesting because when you look at the things around you, every single thing around you was created into your life based on a decision from a form of thought. And to be able to manipulate or change that item also requires a form of thought. So being in a positive state of thought will help influence your environment and how you choose to respond or make decisions about the things around you. This is important because when we're letting go of our things, we need to be very aware of the thoughts that we're associating with it. This is why, and I will always mention, I have my Minimalist Mindset for Beginners ebook on my website, clearyourmindset.com. Um, but that's why I always discuss the importance of understanding your mindset before you touch your things. 
If you're going in and trying to touch your stuff and deal with your stuff with a mindset you've already had, you've already created your current living situation based on the thoughts that you already possess and act upon regularly. So it's sitting there and being able to try and analyze your thoughts and how you identify with these thoughts and how your ego has been created from these thoughts in order to create change. If you're feeling uh, emotionally drained or unhappy, then it's time to take a look at the thoughts that you've been thinking and how they manifest into your physical things. It's also very important when we start to let go of these things, say we've made those decisions and we're having less stuff. Now that I have less things, I'm very aware of the stuff around me and I'm very aware of the decision that was made to bring something into my life and I'm very aware of the feeling that was within that decision. So if I bought something out of anxiety, I can very clearly see that and remember that and understand the thought processes that were behind the item that sits in my home that I purchased out of anxiety or lack or insecurity versus the item that I purchased out of love and open-mindedness and celebration and gratitude. And the more of these things that you have around your home, depending on what those feelings are, the more subconsciously they impact you. So you'll start to subconsciously feel more anxiety if you constantly are looking at the things that say you purchased because you wanted someone else to like you and it didn't work versus the things you bought out of gratitude. You'll start to look at more of your life and look at more of your future purchases with anxiety or with gratitude. Now, obviously this is not... um, again, the easiest concept for someone to take on right away. But I think when I'm going into talking about all of the aspects of minimalism, all of the aspects of thinking with a uh, open mind, with a new mindset, all of the things that I teach with minimalism are correlated to a thought process. Everything that anyone teaches is correlated to a thought process, but I find that minimalism is especially great at helping us visually see the transformation in our minds. Seeing the things that we choose to have in our environment, seeing the actions that we choose to take are direct correlations to how our mind is operating. It's how I was able to tell that I was very lost back when I had hundreds of items of things that I never used on a regular basis, just how I had a lot within myself that I wasn't using on a regular basis based on fear, based on not needing it, and instead of acting on anything, I just remained cluttered and lost in my mind and and not confident and not comfortable. So everything that we do with decluttering and organization is all a reflection of trying to improve the health of our mind so that we select better thoughts. So I hope that was interesting for you guys. Of course, if you have any questions, comments, or requests for new podcasts and videos, let me know. Um, But anyhow, I will be back soon with another one. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon.